Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Peg City Chat with Nat. As you all know, I am the mother of three children, my six-year-old, my 16-year-old, and yes, I have a 20-year-old, even though I don't look like it. Ha! Anywho, what we need to talk about today is back to school. So I've got an elementary child, I've got a high school, and then I have the one that's going back to college. So today I'm talking with an expert, someone who knows very much about finances to make sure that I am not overspending when it's back to school, as well as you. Here we have Doyle Williams. Hi, Doyle. How are you? I am fantastic. Nice to be here. Yes. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to talk with us today. Uh, So back to school. As you heard, I have three kids. So I have to put a lot of money away for all three of them, but the one that is in university is a pretty penny. And you have some great simple steps to make sure I don't overspend along with the other parents listening. What can you tell us about those simple steps? Well, it's, it's, I think uh, going through these in turn. So for your youngest, uh, as you go to restock supplies, I'd say go with a budget. Just make sure you start knowing what the number is and share that with your child. Kind of go shopping together. Hey, here's what we're going to spend. Go through the checklist. The, the, the schools, grade schools, probably given a list of supplies that are needed. And uh, we're going to go through this together. Let them help tally up uh, how much is being spent. Two benefits. One, they will, uh, you'll stay on your budget. And two, they'll kind of learn some basic money tips, hopefully. Uh, and then it's, <laughs> <laughs> and stick with them. And then as, as you go forward with you, older the same way. You may, as your, your high schooler, you might, you might actually give them the dollars or give them a budget and let them make some of their own decisions. Again, getting them prepared for college when they will be making those decisions for themselves. Um, and then when you, when you get to college, it's probably all around funding. Yes. That college education. Yes. I just, real quickly, because you mentioned something about my the elementary one. So, you know, I think it's important to recognize that, yes, the schools give lists, but that doesn't mean you have to get that exact brand name as well, right? It's okay to get some generic things, or would you agree? That, that's absolutely right. And it's, and it's okay to shop ahead. You know, you, the youngest one, you've been through this a few times, so you know <laughs> you're going to have this every year, right? Exactly. So, so the best time to buy some of these supplies is maybe after the big rush and when they go on sale and the stores try to uh, clean out their shelves. So you can stock up and be ahead of it for the next year as well. Yes, that makes sense because obviously him being so young, just going into grade one, I have a long way to go. <laughs> All right, so, okay, let's flip gears now from my youngest now to my oldest. So she's heading into university college in uh, September. And I, I, you know, as a parent, it's, it's, it's probably not as easy for her to hear from me the things she needs to think about before she starts college. But I guarantee you I would help her listen to this radio podcast right now to hear you say what she should think about before going to college. So can you give some tips that maybe she will listen to from you? <laughs> I don't know if she'll listen to me or not, but here's, here's the tips that I would have. Some things probably she's not hearing elsewhere is, hey, if, she, if she's had a summer job or other other uh, job, even in college, and had some savings, and she's excited to go see her friends again this fall. Um, just, just a reminder: don't blow all those 
all that savings in your first week back, yes. right? All your friends. So have your own budget. Be thinking about making that money last. Still have a good time, you know, but but be smart about it. Uh, so that's one issue. The other thing is if they're, if your daughter is taking a car back to school, you know, maybe have it serviced before you go. It's going to be cheaper to do at home, more convenient, get that done. And also then look at your insurance program. You know, it's a good time before she goes off. Is it, Do we have the right coverage on that car? Um, and maybe have that, that, that mother-daughter talk about other people driving that car. Yes. That, that imposes some legal liability on them, and you, you don't want them to, uh, to be taken advantage of by, you know, other students, you know, being the, the party car or something. Exactly. Uh, so those are all important. And I think just flipping it back to when you spoke about the elementary and, you know, school supplies not having to be brand name, there are definitely things she could take with her from our house that she doesn't have to buy if she doesn't have to, right? We use that good old bowl we've used for a long time. We have extra cutlery you can take. You don't have to spend money and get everything brand spanking new. Yeah, I, I think I think that is absolutely right. And and based on my own experience with my children, that's a bigger problem their freshman year than it is their sophomore and on. They're, when they first go to school, they think everything needs to be new, and then they realize nothing's new. Exactly. So. <laughs> okay, so here's another thing. Um, you know, for for those that require a, a student loan, what are some of the things we should keep in mind for that? Well, first of all, I would, I would say they shouldn't feel bad, right? So uh, I think the latest stats show that 67% of young know, graduate with some level of student debt. So it is, an, it is a way to pay for this ever-rising cost of, of education. Yeah. But if you're going to take out a loan, though, be smart about it. Make sure you've, you've pursued scholarships first. You've used your savings. You, if, you, if you're fortunate enough to have a part-time job to help defray that so you can borrow the least amount possible. But once you've made that decision, I'm going to need help, then um, fill out the FAFSA application. Make sure you're taking advantage of a federally subsidized student loan. The advantage of that is it's typically going to be a fixed interest rate. It's typically going to be lower than what you're going to find in the private sector, Mm -hmm. and it's going to have more flexible terms, repayment terms. So those are big big benefits. Very. if you pursue that or you pursue that and you find out you can't qualify for enough or uh, you need more and you need to go to the private sector, know that there are good options, but you need to be a smart buyer, need to be a smart shopper, ask questions, understand what the interest rate is, um, how high can it go, because it's probably going to be a variable interest rate, and what those repayment terms are. And mom, you know, as you think about that, if, if you need to co-sign, mm-hmm. just make sure you, you know that you're legally obligated if she cannot. I um, <laughs> And that, you, that you don't in some way inadvertently jeopardize your own retirement plan. Absolutely. And funny enough that you say that, I um, just, as I think of the next question I wanted to ask you is, you know, there are people who try to think about, well, how do I save for my kids for college? So Thankfully, I had the wherewithal way back when, and I don't know if it was from my parents, that I had some education savings plans for my kids. And so I'm not too concerned with having to to get the student loan right now. But what are some simple tips that you could have for parents that are listening who have those kids that are in, you know, maybe elementary, junior high, and they need to start saving for college? 
where I would start even earlier is my my first observation. You yes. know, it's a long road from diapers to diploma. So take advantage of compounding interest. So get started early, even if it's a very small amount. You know, that helps. Just get in the routine of putting a little bit aside. Sounds like that's what you did. Um, that, that's very helpful, very powerful. And, you know, let that compounding uh, build over time. So if they haven't and, they, and they're thinking it's too late, I would say it's never too late. Get started now, today. Put something aside, and that will help defray. And there's a defray costs. That is, uh, there are a lot of good savings options, and uh, you can talk to your local advisor, and they can give you some some help. But but even just basic savings accounts, um, anything is going to be helpful. Absolutely, it was a little bit every paycheck um, that I yeah. I did, and uh, as tempting as it was when you know hot water tank blew up or <laughs> a flat tire or needed mechanics, I never touched that money. Ever. So I think, yeah, that's very helpful. Uh, what else, what else uh, as we wrap up here, what are, what are some final thoughts that you have for, for parents in the back to school season? So in the back to school, as the kids go off, I think it's a good time to step back and, and reevaluate their own situation. So, you know, we talk about daylight savings time is a good time to check the batteries or place the batteries in your, uh, your fire detectors. Uh, yeah. This is a good season to, to step back and take a look at your own financial situation. You know, it's before the end of the year. If you need to make some adjustments, you can do that for taxes. You can start to look at the new year, but you can also look at your own financial plan. Um, am I saving enough for retirement? Do I have my emergency fund in case that water heater goes out? You know, you can just take stock at this point. Uh, and so it's just a, it's a good time of year just to step back and, and put, their, put your own house in order. I really appreciate that because, you know, summertime, everyone's, you know, feeling nice. It's hot. You know, you're you're spending money on camping or whatever, and you get this kind of carefree feeling and then realize, uh, yeah, fall time's here. Time to get back to some routines. No different than the kids, right? So I appreciate that a lot. Where can my uh, wonderful followers and, and readers who will see this later on the blog, where can they get some more information from your great tips that you provided today? Yeah, they can find more at takesimplesteps.com. Oh, that's too easy. Too simple. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Doyle, for taking time out of your busy day today to chat with all of us. Everyone that's listening on Peg City Chat with Nat, as you know, you will see all of the notes and information along with that website, takesimplesteps.com, in the the, uh, podcast notes. And I thank you so much again, Doyle, and I hope you have a great rest of your summer. Thank you, Natalie. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now.